Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Whether or not you need to be on social media depends on who your clients and customers are. Who are your ideal clients and customers? And are they spending time on a place like social media? Are they on social media? Because if they're not, you don't need to be there. Dayallday.com. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Today's episode is brought to you by our newest sponsor, AG1 by Athletic Greens. Now, you know me as a former pro athlete and a person who stays in pro athlete shape, still work out every single day, still have trainers, still running 10K races. I don't mess around with what I do with my body. I don't mess around with what I put in my body. So when I looked at AG1, I was looking at the label. And I noticed that it's made with 75 super high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients that deliver benefits such as mood, immune system, and sleep support, sustained energy, and so much more. And I love the fact that it comes every month, so I don't even have to think about uh, how much do I have? Am I going to have enough? Am I going to run out at a certain time? And I also get the travel pack, so I don't have to miss any days. It tastes great. It doesn't have that nasty aftertaste that you get with some kind of any kind of supplements or if you're taking any pills or anything like that. You just mix it with some water and you feel good knowing that you've done a lot to take care of your health just by taking this every single day. So here's what I did to partner with Athletic Greens. If you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. That's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Check it out for yourself. You get your first order and you're going to get that free one-year supply of vitamin D five free travel packs and this can be your foundational nutrition drink that you take at the beginning of the day to get all those vitamins and minerals and nutrients that you aren't getting from your normal diet from what you're normally putting in your body you're going to get all of that taken care of at the start of the day every single day and you're hearing this from an athlete you're hearing this from somebody who does not mess around with what i put in my body and i don't mess around with what i recommend to my audiences i only recommend you things that i will personally use myself and things that I can logically make sense of them making sense for me. So I will recommend them because I believe it'll make sense for you. So again, that link is athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game for your free one-year supply, vitamin D, five free travel packs with your first order of AG1 by Athletic Greens. Again, athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work. 
confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically in the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, get a huge dose of personal initiative. That's the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. Then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today we are going into, as promised, part two of two on brand building myths. For any of you who is interested in building a brand, you're in the process of building a brand, or maybe you already have a brand, I want you to understand exactly what branding is about, how brands work, and where you may have some bad ideas about brands that are slowing you down and getting in the way of your success. So let's talk about it. Moving on, we're going right into it. Actually, before we start, let me tell you, I have a daily motivation text sent out free of charge every day to everyone who is in my text community. Guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. So text me anytime during this episode. Tell me the best insight you got from the class or just text me. Let me know you want the daily motivation. My number is 305-384-6894. It's listed down below in the description as well. And the other thing is work on your game, university.com. That is where you take your next step in your work on your game journey. That's where you get access to all 20 plus courses we have in the university, all the exclusive trainings. There are 20 plus of those in there as well when it comes to avatars, frameworks, mindset, building your brand, business principles, selling yourself. All of those are inside the exclusive training section. And you also can get access to my coaching programs. You want to be coached directly by me. There are options for that. And also, I send out two physical mailings every month to everyone who is in my university at any level. Just go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You can actually subscribe directly to the Bulletproof Bulletin and the Black Book by themselves, a la carte, if you like to do that as well. All of that is at workonyourgameuniversity.com. You'll see your options. Now, moving straight into the next point in our series here, going over the myths about building a brand. We are on point number four. We're going to do three more today and three more in tomorrow's episode. Let's get to it. Number four, brand building myth. You need to be on social media. This is a myth. You do not need to be on social media. Now, it can help you to be on social media, but you don't need to. Remember that the purpose of having a brand, as we talked about yesterday, is to aid in the generation of revenue. That's the purpose of having a brand. The brand allows you to own a certain space in the mind of people in your audience. And because you own that space in their mind, they think of you when certain topic or whatever comes up. And then because they thought of you when that topic comes up, hopefully they give you enough of their time and attention that you can show them how what you have is viable to them. And they'll be willing to make an exchange for you, also known as a sale, exchange their money for whatever it is that you're offering. That's what the brand does. It's just the first step in the process of you being able to generate revenue. But the brand itself doesn't do anything. Okay. The generation of revenue is the business. The attention is the brand. Now, while there's a lot of business that can take place via social media and you having a bunch of followers on social media can lead to you doing business. I'm not denying this fact. It depends on who your clients and customers are as to whether or not you need to spend a lot of time on social media. Now, let me add a caveat to this. These days, many businesses, because many businesses, especially big companies, especially corporations, which are run by committees. They're not decisions made by individual people and corporations or any kind of conglomerates or organizations where there's a lot of bureaucracy and things move slowly, like colleges, big companies and corporations where things move very slowly. Things are very bureaucratic and they are not necessarily based on merit. They make their decisions based on groupthink, which means nobody's really challenging the status quo and everybody's kind of going along to get along. 
I'm not saying this is a bad or a good thing, just a thing, period. And any of you working in any of these organizations, please tell me that I'm wrong. I know that I'm right. They make their decisions. They value social media presence and social media standing a lot. They are all starting to value social media presence a whole lot more than maybe they even should. But because nobody's going to step up and tell them the kind of things that I'm saying here in today's masterclass, they're going to continue to do this, which means if you want to build your case, let's just say, for doing business in one of these entities, having a solid social media standing or a solid brand will help you. This is why these days you look up almost anybody who is you no know, actively publishing anything, books, audios, YouTube videos, podcasts, whatever. You'll often see people touting the power of their brand or the reach of their brand. People always talking about how many followers they have on whatever platform. Sometimes I'm on Instagram and I see somebody's Instagram profile and in their Instagram bio, they will tell you how many followers they have on TikTok. I don't know why people do that, but I see a lot of people doing it. When I see people speaking on, when I'm on Clubhouse, for example, which is an audio streaming app, I see people often listing how many followers they have on Instagram or how many followers they got on TikTok or how many followers they have on YouTube. People are always talking about how many followers they have in everything that they're doing. I've written books with traditional publishers. A traditional publisher these days, if you're going to get a traditional publishing deal to write a book, they want to know the size of your reach. They want to know how much reach you have via social media, i.e. they want to know the power of your brand. How many followers do you have on all these social platforms? How many followers do you have combined? How are you going to activate those followers to help sell copies of this book if we decide to write, if we decide to help you publish this book? They want to know this. This is a real thing. In the journalism world, journalists are pretty much required these days when they post a new story to post their new story to Twitter. That's the place where a lot of journalists post their stuff, Twitter, and maybe sometimes a place like LinkedIn. And then they have to engage with people who respond to the posting of that story. Why? To get it more engagement, to get them more likes, comments, followers, et cetera. And this is absolutely happening as well. When a journalist's contract is up or they're in the midst of contract negotiations for renewing their deal or getting a new deal at a, a company where they're going to work, their social media following plays a big role in how much money they're able to command or demand in the open market. All of these things are real things that are happening these days at these companies because these companies and organizations are valuing the power of brand, or at least what they see as brand. Just because you have a lot of followers doesn't necessarily mean that you have a brand, but it's is indicative of a brand. Now, is this a smart thing to do? Not necessarily, but this is what companies are doing. So I'm putting this caveat in there to help you all understand that even though this does not technically make the most sense and most people who are working in these organizations who have made the decision to value this stuff couldn't explain to you why it makes sense, they do make their decisions based off of this kind of stuff. So if you want to give yourself some leverage in conversations with these people or maybe just get to the point where you can have a conversation with these folks, having a solid reach, which looks like a solid brand will help you to get in the room. All right, just so everybody knows, I want to make sure that that has been said. So going back to my point here, we're still on point number four. Whether or not you need to be on social media depends on who your clients and customers are. Who are your ideal clients and customers? And are they spending time on a place like social media? Are they on social media? Because if they're not, you don't need to be there. I know who my ideal clients and customers are. I know where they spend their time. I know what kind of apps they're using. I know what kind of apps they're not using. So I know exactly who I'm talking to when I get on a certain app. I know what type of people are going to be engaging with me here. And I know what type of people are engaging with me when I go over there. 
I know who I'm talking to and I know who I'm not. So if your ideal clients and customers are not on social media or on a certain social media app, you don't need to be on it. I mean, think about it. What types of people do you think you are talking to when you post on TikTok as opposed to when you post on LinkedIn or Facebook? You know, there are different demographics of people on each app. Which one are you spending the most time on? And is that, does that coincide with where your ideal clients and customers are? And is your material speaking to your ideal clients and customers? You should answer these questions. If your focus is generating revenue, you should really be thinking about these questions every single day and every time you open an app. Now, if your focus is getting attention and you don't care whether that attention drives revenue or not, then that's a different conversation. You just need to be where the most eyeballs are. And so that's a different conversation. So again, this goes back to the strategy. All right, where are you actually trying to get to based on your actions? Point number five, we are talking again today, the points, the second set of points on brand building. Myth number five, your brand is for everyone. This is false. Everyone, I'm using air quotes there, everyone. Nobody's brand is for everyone. Your brand is for a specific group of people where you can say to them, people who are like this, do this. So let's take the work on your game masterclass. People who want to hear some real talk, real conversation about certain things that maybe you have been thinking or you wish somebody else would say, or you're glad that got said once you hear me say it, but maybe couldn't be said where you are or where you spend your time or around the kind of people who you spend a lot of time around. You're glad somebody's actually saying it. If you're one of those people, this show is for you. If you're the type of person who wants to, you want to get clear on where your mindset is at and utilize that mindset to be strategic and systematic in your work so you can execute consistently, this show is for you. You're a type of person who's serious about growth and advancement and getting there now and not later. This show is for you. Now, some of those things that I said, somebody else say them as well. Yes, nobody can say all of them put together. That's just a fact. If you're a type of person who wants to hear somebody who comes from the sports world, who translated the tools that athletes need to get to the top of their game and translates them to what a person who's not an athlete can use to get to the top of your game in life and in business, this show is for you. Again, here's the phrase you're going to swap in your stuff. People who are like this do this. That's your brand. And understand, not everybody's going to fit into your synthesis. All right, there's some people who are, what I just said is the antithesis of what they're about. All right, that's why you rarely see one type of product for any specific area. Why? Because there are different people for different products. There's more than one smartphone. There's more than one brand of spaghetti sauce. There's more than one flavor of chewing gum. There's more than one company that makes six-inch stiletto heels for women. Why is this? Because there are many different types of people on the planet and different types of people do and want different things. So your job in building a brand is not that you don't need to be the only one in your space. You just got to figure out where you can carve out some space in a specific niche so that specific people who want specifically what you do can identify themselves and say, yes, you are for me or that thing that you're offering. That's specifically what I want. That's exactly what I was looking for. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you put that out. That's how you want to present yourself. On this show, I say things that I know certain people are going to hear it and say, that's absolutely not for me. I don't like the fact that he said that. I don't like that he has that opinion. I don't like that he talked about that thing in that way. That's good. I want people to think that. Why? Because every time somebody says that, somebody else says, I'm glad he said that because that's exactly what I wanted to hear. That's exactly what somebody needed to say. And I'm glad this gentleman right here said it. And those are the people who I'm looking for. And the people who absolutely don't like it, those are people I'm trying to get rid of. I want them to get out as quickly as possible. There are different types of people in the world. People have different ways of thinking and different ways of doing things. You just need to figure out who your exact audience is. It is not everybody. If you're trying to reach everybody, then you're probably too watered down to reach anybody. Because human beings, we have a sixth sense for knowing 
when we're a part of something that anybody can be a part of, which makes it a little bit less valuable, or we're a part of something that's an exclusive group. We like to be part of exclusive groups. Exclusivity drives up the value of anything simply because people like to have stuff that other people can't have. And even if the thing that they have is just a mindset or an opinion, that's huge. All right, you brand builders, that right there, I gave you that one for free. I hope you caught it. Point number six. Today's topic, once again, we are talking brand building myths. Number six, people buy into your brand because of how good your product or service is. No, they don't. Your brand is not based on how good your product or service is. All right. People buy into your brand because they connect with the concept of being part of a group that is specifically interested in what your brand is about. That's why people connect with you, that your brand is about a certain thing. And there's a group of people who is also about that thing. And they are glad to be part of that group. That's why people connect with your brand. See, somebody can connect to your brand and never actually buy anything that you sell. Right, there are people who listen to this show religiously, consistently, and you have not bought anything that I offer. It doesn't mean you will never buy anything, but you haven't bought anything up to this point. But you connect with it because you like my message. You like the way I deliver it. You like the angles that I take. You like the fact that I talk about things in a certain way. So you're connecting with the brand, but you have not actually bought anything. So you definitely bu didn't buy into my brand because of my products and services, because these days, the way things are set up, people usually buy into your brand before they buy into your products. So they definitely not buying into your products first and then your brand second. Now, some people do. I'm not saying everybody, but some people can do this. But for the most part, especially people who find you through the internet, they're usually buying your brand first and your products second. Why? Because they find you on the internet most of the stuff on the internet is free, especially if you're in the thought leadership space and you're publishing, you're doing things like podcasts and YouTube and all the social media apps and things like that. Most of the stuff that you put out that allows people to sample your work and get a feel for you doesn't cost them anything. So they get a feel for you for some time. Then if they so choose, they can buy into whatever it is that you're offering. So it's usually the brand first, the product second. So someone can connect to you without making a purchase. So your product or service being great is the business side of things. But people saying that they're part of the group or they like your show or they follow you on no whatever social app, that's the brand. Now, some companies are able to integrate both kind of at the same time. Think of a company like Apple. Apple doesn't really offer any free content. I mean, is Apple offering any content for free? Not really. If you're going to come into the Apple world, you got to buy something. And what do we buy? You buy things like the smartphone or the computer or AirPods. And usually you don't buy AirPods unless you got the smartphone or the computer. Now they can bring you in your initial purchase with them. You're already investing thousand plus dollars with the phone or the computer. So again, they've done a great job integrating. They've done a great job integrating the brand message of what Apple is about and the business of actually generating revenue at the same time. Now, and again, this is sometimes it depends on what you're selling and how you're selling it on if you're able to do this or not. But Apple's done a great job of doing this. Many people these days, especially those who are building their brands via social media, they're not integrating the message with the exchange, the exchange being the thing that can be sold, whatever it happens to be. So here at Work On Your Game, usually you find me, most of you found me through something that I did for free, whether I was, whether you found an episode of this show that you were searching for, maybe you heard me talking to someone on their platform and then you came over to my platform. Maybe you saw an advertisement for something like one of my free books, Mirror of Motivation, or the third day, you went and got that book, or maybe you didn't even get the book. Maybe you're thinking about getting the book. You said, let me listen to this guy, see what he's about for a little while. Then I'll decide what move I'm going to make. But many of you found me through something that I offer free. Maybe you heard that I was doing a daily motivation text. You text to see what it was about. You like the daily motivation. You got that text every day for six months. Then you decide to buy something. All right. Sometimes it works like that. Again, on the internet, and this is great for the consumer. 
It's great for the consumer because you can consume a bunch of free material from people and kind of test them out indefinitely until or unless you decide to make a purchase. Whereas back in the days, it didn't work like this. You had to, people had to be good enough as the salespeople, people on my end of the conversation, we had to be good enough to get people to part with their money from the beginning because there wasn't so much content that we could put out. I mean, you could put out free stuff, but it costs you. Whereas nowadays to put out something free, aside from your time, costs you very little. Whereas back in the days, if I wanted to send you some free material, I had to create it, had to get it printed, had to ship it. That cost me a lot more than it does to sit down and record a podcast or make a video for YouTube. Everybody get what I'm saying here? So people who are building their brands via social media rarely think of ways or look for ways to integrate the brand message with the exchange, which is whatever the product or services is being sold. But as you listen to this show, you hear me tell you every day, go to work on your game university, get access to all the courses, take the next step. You want to learn how to actually put this stuff to use for your own personal use. Go here and I'll show you exactly how it's done. So there's a big distinction between the two. All right. Think of people who you are a big fan of on social media. And hopefully I'm one of those people. But you have never purchased anything from them. Hopefully I'm not one of those people. I think hopefully you're a fan of this stuff and you purchase something. But there may be some people on social media who you are a big fan of their stuff, their free stuff, but you have never bought anything from them. You might not even know if they have anything for sale. And if they did, you might not be interested in buying it. You never consumed their products or services, meaning as a paying customer, but you're a big fan of the stuff they put out for free. And if you can name someone upon which that will be true, many of you can. Why? Because this is what the internet has allowed us to do. It has democratized basically your shopping experience and figuring out who's who, what's what, and what's valuable. It's a great thing for the consumer, for the entrepreneur, for the business owner. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's adding an extra step in the process. And it forces all of us to, we got to step our games up. We got to be much even better at what we do because now you're competing for attention and eyeballs with a bunch of people who are putting out stuff for free. And you still got to get people to the next step like over that threshold of, okay, I like the free stuff. Let me see what the paid stuff looks like. All right, that's another step. And that's a whole different skill. All that said, let's recap today's class, which is we're on part two of two of brand building myths. Point number four is you need to be on social media. It can help to be on social, but you don't need to be on social. Remember that the purpose of having a brand is aiding in the generation of revenue. So you need to know who your ideal customers are and where they're spending their time. If it's not social media, then you don't need to be on social media. Number five, your brand is for, quote unquote, everyone. Nobody's brand is for everyone. All right. If you're trying to be for everyone, then you're probably being too bland to be for anyone specifically. And human beings like to be a part of a specific group that is made specifically for them. So if you're trying to be general, then you're the opposite of specific and you are pushing people away just by the fact that you're so general. All right. Your job in building a brand is figuring out who those people are, your ideal people, and what they want from you. and what they want to identify with. That's what you need to be. Number six, people buy into your brand because of how good your product and service is. Absolutely not. Because most of the time people hear and learn about your brand before they even know if you have anything to sell. So they can't buy your product or service first, then find out about your brand. Usually it happens the other way. There are exceptions where somebody buys something from you, then they go do their research and find out what you're about. But often it doesn't happen that way. Usually people hear you, then they go buy something if they decide to. So Keep in mind that somebody can be a big fan of your brand, never buy anything from you. They don't ever have to give you money. So people saying that they're part of your group, whatever it is, that is the brand. Now, some companies are able to integrate both. Think of a company like Apple, where they have a brand, but they also have products that get sold and they kind of do both at the same time. They're indoctrinating you with the brand and selling you stuff at the same time. Apple's not making content. Apple doesn't have a podcast. They don't have a, they're not Instagramming. I mean, they have an account, but that's not their main thing. Their main thing is selling you those phones 
and selling those laptops. I mean, they make most of their money off just the phone and a laptop alone. So think of people on social media who you may be a big fan of, but you never bought anything from them. You might not even know if they have anything for sale. Why? Because we can come across the brand and engage with it deeply without ever buying anything. This is just the setup that we have right now. So all you entrepreneurs, you have to get good at not only giving people a message that is valuable to them, but also in ascending them from being the free consumer to at least looking at taking that next step of engaging with you financially. That is the business part. But we're talking about brand building myths here today. But guess what? In a couple episodes now, we're going to be talking about business, but we'll get to that when it's time. All that said, text me, tell me the best insight you got from today's class. My number is 305-384-6894. And secondly, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's where you can get access to all of my courses, like the business builder course, the sell yourself course, the content machine course, ASAP confidence course. These are all things that will help you build your business on top of building your brand. That's all at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text to send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.